0: Part 1 – Understanding Projects and What You Want to Achieve Chapter 1 – Project Management – The Key to Achieving Results Running projects well is fast becoming an essential management skill. Many organisations, private and public sector, now recognise that they're losing money and business opportunities unnecessarily because they're failing to plan and control their projects effectively companies, charities, and public sector organisations are constantly changing and ever faster as they adapt to new market conditions, new financial conditions, new business practices, new legal requirements, and new technology. Running projects often creates the change, and as a result, businesses are increasingly driven to find individuals who can excel in this project-oriented environment. The chances are that you've been asked to manage a project for the first time or that you're already involved in projects and are looking to see whether you can find easier and better ways of doing things if the project is indeed your first one that's a challenge and may well give you the chance to excel in something you haven't done before for many managing a project even opens a door to a new career the really good news here whether you're completely new or have some experience is that project management has been around for a very long time In that time, project managers have come up with highly effective strategies and a range of very practical techniques. By following a sound approach to the project, you automatically avoid many of the pitfalls that continue to contribute to or cause project failure on a mind-boggling scale. You may ask why, if good ways of doing things are out there, people ignore them and then have their projects fail. Good question. People make the same project mistakes repeatedly and they're largely avoidable. The following list takes a quick look at the main causes of project failure. The list makes for depressing reading, but gives a good background against which to contrast successful project management. Lack of clear objectives. Nobody's really sure what the project is about, much less are people agreed on it. Lack of risk management. Things go wrong that someone could easily have foreseen and then controlled to some degree or even prevented. No senior management buy-in. Senior managers were never convinced and so never supported the project, leading to problems such as lack of resource. Neither did those managers exercise normal management supervision as they routinely do in their other areas of responsibility. Poor planning. Actually, that's being kind, because often the problem is that no planning was done at all. It's not surprising, then, when things run out of control because nobody knows where the project should be at this point anyway. No clear progress milestones. The lack of milestones means nobody sees when things are off track and problems go unnoticed for a long time. Understated scope. The scope and the project plan are superficial and understate both what the project needs to deliver and the resource needed to deliver it. The additional work that is necessary then takes the project out of control, causing delay to the original schedule and overspending against the original budget. Poor communications. Many projects fail because of communication breakdown, which can stem from unclear roles and responsibilities, and from poor senior management attitudes, such as not wanting to hear bad news. Unrealistic resource levels. It just isn't possible to do a project of a required scope with such a small amount of resource, staff, money, or both. Unrealistic timescales. The project just can't deliver by the required time so it's doomed to failure. No change control. People add in things bit by bit. Scope creep. Then it dawns on everyone that the project's grown so big that it can't be delivered within the fixed budget or by the set deadline. That's ten reasons for failure, but you can probably think of a few more. The interesting thing about these problems is that avoiding them is, for the most part, actually not that difficult. Before you start to think too deeply about how to set up the project, the first thing to do is check whether it really is one. You can consider three things to decide if a job is a project. Is it a one-off job or something that's ongoing? If the job is ongoing, like taking customer orders, then it's business as usual, not a project. Does the job justify project controls? Project management means incurring some overheads, but some jobs are so small or straightforward that they just don't justify that degree of control. This last one may sound a little weird, and it certainly doesn't fit with the formal definitions. It's the question